So if you guys listened to the episode last week, you know that I'm having a very special guest on the on this episode. And I'm so excited to introduce to you my cousin Marley. Hey guys, it is so good to be here. I'm so excited. So fun fact, Marley and I just recorded about half of this episode and um, then we had to restart it because the mic stopped working. But don't even worry because we just checked it and it is working for this one. So it's going to be fine. So we are talking this week about situationships and talking stages. And we're also going to talk about the end of those um, situations, um, whether they could be really considered breakups or not. Um, But Marley and I have been getting real close over this um, semester because she is... um, at Purdue now with me and so we have really bonded over heartbreak and over boys and um over our our similar situations that we've been in so we thought it'd be real fun to chat with you guys and talk about our personal experiences with situationships and talking stages so Marley do you have any initial thoughts on this topic yeah, this is a really interesting topic. I think, like, the definition of a situationship versus a talking stage is, like, very different, and it's very interesting, and I think, like, in my own life, I've had quite a few different, well, okay, not really. I've had one really, really, really big situationship that lasted a couple years, and which is humbling, and, <laughs> and, um, recently a talking stage but yeah it's interesting and then I've had others just throughout high school but yeah I'm excited it'll be good so I think for me I've definitely leaned more on the like full-blown relationship side of this topic but I've also had a lot of talking stages and I've also had a lot of situationships um and we were talking about this the first time we recorded and we hadn't even really talked about it before until we started recording but the way that situationships are so heavily just through your phone and just talking through snapchat for the most part because it's just kind of a situation because all you're doing is like talking nothing's really happening and I think that makes them really difficult Um, but I also think it makes them really easy because it's so easy to just constantly talk to somebody and know that there's no pressure on you to really do anything and you can stop it whenever you want, but that also just makes it so unserious and like not realistic. So it's just kind of what it is, I guess. Um, but we're going to talk about some of like our personal experiences with it and kind of some of the feelings that can be like felt from this, um, So you said something really interesting the first time that we recorded, and I'm going to mouth the word to you so you remember what it is, but I'm going to hand the mic to you. Okay, perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the thing with situationships, at least for me, is uh, there's typically like, there's not like, there's no pressure with the situationship, but also at the same time, like there kind of is. Mm -hmm. Um. 
what I said last time was a situation ship is kind of like a game. Like it's really confusing, but it's also really exciting and fun because you're like talking to someone like constantly and it's really like you're getting to know somebody but like emma said there's no pressure or like commitment (laughs) okay i'm stealing the mic because i had a little (laughs) i had a little thing that i told my mom back in the day when i had a situationship it was during high school and i remember telling her that this boy is just a player and i was done being a piece of his game And I felt like that was so profound of me to be probably crying to my mom about this fella um, because I really liked him. He was quite the looker. The blue eyes were unreal. And it just was like, it just hit different. But when you feel like a piece of someone's game, what are you doing? Somebody just called me. Oh. Oh. Should we pause the pod? No, it's okay. Let me just make sure everything's done. Okay, one of Marley's friends who really always knows the tea just called. So we're gonna, we're just gonna keep doing the pot though. Don't even worry, you guys. Okay, anyways, um, do you have any more to talk about, like kind of initial things before we go into more like specifics? I don't think so. She said she doesn't think so. I don't know if you could hear that or not. Okay, so we're gonna talk about, well, we kind of said how it feels. It's a little bit exciting, a little bit... I don't know if we mentioned fear, but I think that there's, like, fear that kind of goes along with it. I think, like, at the end of the day, like, they're really, really fun. Like, during the day, if that makes sense. But then, like, at night, whenever you're, like, trying to fall asleep, all the just, like, what-ifs kind of come back. Because, like, in a situation, at least the ones I've been in, there's no commitment. And so, like, you don't know if that boy is, like chatting it up with some other girl if he's talking to someone for all you know he could be dating someone been there done that (laughs) i didn't know i had no idea and i felt horrible whenever i found out but um and ended it right away (laughs) needed to specify (laughs) not a home wrecker i also think that i actually am a home wrecker fun fact i've home wrecked twice what what a life I live anyways um I was gonna say that I feel like situationships are made for the boys situationships are not for the girls no they're not because we are made to be loved respected and treated like the queens we are And these boys hop into these situationships knowing that they can do whatever they want, play with our feelings as much as they want, because all we want at the end of the day is the validation. And that is horrible to say out loud, but it is so true. What are your thoughts? I agree with that. I think because like at least typically, obviously not all the time, but typically like girls overthink like a lot. And so, like, the guy can just, like, be playing with you on his little string. You can tell we've been hurt. (laughs) The guys are just playing with you on their little string. Mm -hmm. And you're just, like, wondering, like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? And, like, it's fun and it's validating. But then at the end of the day, it's scary. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are that boys put in as much effort as they want until they don't want to do it anymore Mm. so like i feel like i this is what i've really experienced is boys who like 
are like, oh my gosh, yeah, I love, I really like this girl. Let me just act like I'm in love with her. Text her every second of the day. Call her every time I get the chance. Call her as I'm walking home from my exam. Let me just like drive to her apartment. And then one day that drives just too much. And so it's done. It's over. Bye. Let me never talk to you again. Yeah. And like, what is that? Because like, that just is something where like, you're talking one day and you're like, wow, I really like you. You're so cute. Wow. Like we're, we make such a good little pair. And then the next day is just like this one thing about this situation isn't okay for me. So I'm just going to leave the whole thing because I don't actually need you. And I think that's the problem with the lack of commitment because as girls, or at least as me, you get really attached, like really easily. You get so attached, but the boys, I also think it's good to note that Marley and I both have attachment issues. And I think that we overly attach ourselves to men sometimes when we shouldn't. Yeah, definitely. That, yeah. And so you get, or at least I get really attached really easily. And then like, which isn't can be a good thing can also be a bad thing and then you're like oh my goodness like you get so excited and it's like so fun and then like at least for me like you notice the tiniest little change in someone's energy and then like that change gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then like you just don't know what's going on and then they just drop you like a bad habit (laughs) (laughs) for whatever reason it's humbling (laughs) it really is but that is so true I was also thinking I made a TikTok one time I think it was over the summer like probably after I got hurt it was I actually remember exactly who it was after um and I made it and I was like some super sad song and like whatever I was going through my little heartbreak era of the summer there's so many (laughs) and I remember my caption on the TikTok was when the snapchats when the snapchats become fewer and the facetimes stop or like something like that when the texts get shorter and the facetimes stop and that was so real because like i think that's the biggest thing that's i feel like that's how you know it's a situation chip is like your only communication is through facetime or text even if they live like 20 minutes away or 15 minutes away or down the road like i think that's so that's just the way of the world not the way of the world the way of these boys because they're not even men if we're being so for real with ourselves and i think a really bad thing about only communicating through snapchat is like people are on their phones all the time and so it's so like if someone doesn't snap you back for like 10 minutes you're like what is going on when in reality like there could be a really logical answer Or on the other side of things, I tend to lean the other way. Whenever it's like they're not snapping you back and you over-justify, like if it's been like two, three hours and you know they're not in class and you're just like, oh, I bet they're just busy. When in reality, like it takes 10 seconds. You know what I mean? And even like it's also so easy to notice like changes in people's – I think I already talked about this or maybe this was last recording. I don't remember. But – like if the okay has one less why on it yeah. you're like oh my goodness he hates me yeah. and it's over and that was that and it's been fun and i'm gonna go cry right now but i think that that 
sort of overthinking comes with the fact that the only personality of them that you see is what they show you through their phone. And so they can make their personality whatever they want it to be. And the second that they have a bad day or think a little bit less of you and that why changes, then everything just feels like it's about to blow up in your face. Because in reality, it probably is. Mm-hmm. Um like, I, I will never forget when you came and were talking to me about a certain situation and you were like, I might be overthinking all of this. And you started telling me all of these things that you were noticing about this person. And I said, TBH, that's exactly what happened to me the day that my last thing ended. And you were like, but wait, he did this. And I said, my guy did that too. And I think that was just so telling. It's like, did it end that night? Yeah. The night you talked to me. It happened right after you told me that stuff. Yeah. Which is really, I feel like iconic. Because I think that me and Marley just both recently had a little situationship um, situation. Actually, we both had talking stages, TBH. They were a little more serious. Um, Yours was more serious than mine. Mine was more serious than hers. But they were both, they both had the look that they were going to end with us being girlfriends. And I think that's what's so hard about those situations. But they both ended the same weekend. And I think we've become stronger women from it. It's been about a week. It's been a week for me. Today's one week. What's today? Friday. Yours ended on Friday? Mine's on Friday. Mine ended on Friday. No way it was a day apart. No, yours ended Thursday. Mine ended Thursday. You're right. Oh my gosh, you're right. Mine ended a week ago yesterday and I didn't even notice. I didn't even celebrate. Anyways, it's been a week for both of us pretty much and I think we're already stronger and I think you already like there's already a change in us. Marley is in her cleansing era and do you want to talk about your cleansing era? Yeah, sure. So I, I don't even know how to explain this. I went through a really long ordeal and then that ended and then I began a really short ordeal and even though my ordeal was really short... I noticed things that about myself that stemmed, I think, from other situations in my life that needed to be addressed. And I was like, hmm, this could be a problem in my life. And so after my short ordeal ended, I was talking to my mom and she sent me this list of just things that she thought would be helpful. She was like, hey, I'm just thinking of you like here are some little tips and the first one was to delete snapchat which i did not do (laughs) but i did on leave on open pretty much every guy that i was snapping because yeah i'm just gonna note for those who don't maybe know what that means when you leave someone on open that's pretty much ending a conversation or just like kind of stopping communication with that person yeah And a lot of them are just like streaks, but I wanted to ensure that the next time I get into a relationship, it's not completely over Snapchat because that is, did we talk about Snap Maps and Snap, was that this? No. Okay. I am super into checking the Snap Maps, not really the Snap Scores. The Snap Maps is basically, for those of you who aren't on snapchat a snap map basically just shows you where the person is and the last time they were on snapchat so like if someone if it's been like 
30 minutes and someone snapped you back but they were on snapchat 15 minutes ago you know oh they're not talking to me um and then your snap score goes up every time someone snaps you back or you snap someone and so I'm not a snap score girl. I don't check their snap scores, but I check snap maps. And so I would start overthinking a ton and it was really bad for me. And so that was one thing I did. And then I started listening to an audiobook called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Highly recommend. It was um, recommended from your mom. Well. It was recommended from my mom. Yeah. Because she was like, because this last thing moved really, really quickly. Yeah. Like real fast. I'm going to side note that. And just say that something Marley and I have also talked about is being here in college, we feel that time moves differently. And that just, it either is moving really slow or moving really fast, kind of both at the same time. And so even when something moves really fast, it feels like maybe you've been talking to that person for over a month. And in reality, it's been two weeks. And maybe it's been two weeks since you've seen this other person but in reality it's been like a week yeah I think I mean the day I think one of the days last week we were sitting pretty much the same spots we're sitting right now and we pulled out the calendar (laughs) because I was like there is no way it's only been this x amount of time and Emma was like Marley like this is why I've been a little concerned I was like there's no way there and we pulled out the calendar and I (laughs) I have never been more shocked in my life I would have bet so much money on the fact that it had been longer than it had been yeah I was just shocked Mm -hmm. I was shocked okay so do you have more to talk about on this I don't even know what yeah on the cleanse do you have any more to talk about on that just that I no I think it's I think I'm good for the cleanse okay we can always talk about the cleanse in another episode talk about how it's going or something like in a few weeks that'd be fire okay so we're gonna talk about we talked about kind of how it feels Mm -hmm. we've now talked about the cleanse which I think we kind of jumped because we were gonna talk about the lessons that we've learned which I think we're still gonna talk about but the cleanse kind of is pulls into that because I think that's fire um and I think we're gonna talk about now what do we get out of these situationships because from the way that both of us have been talking about them the only one getting anything out of this relationship is the male yeah tbh and we really don't get anything we get anxiety anxiety. and but like we do genuinely get some stuff out of a situationship and because I think we're making them sound so awful and like why would you even do that in the first place but I am going to start this one because I have some initial thoughts and then I'll hand the mic over. But I think when you first start a situation, Jip, it's immediately like, oh, this boy likes me. Oh, he thinks I'm cute. Oh, he likes my personality. Oh, he wants to see my outfit. Like all of that just like starts to pile up and just starts happening. And he asks you for a fit check and he tells you your makeup looks good. Or, oh, I really like when you put your hair up or when you do your hair in pigtails or random stuff like that. Oh, I'm being so specific about a certain person. I need to stop. Anyways, he's not going to listen, so it's fine. Um, But it's like really specific things that this person starts telling you. And then um, you just get excited. And you're like, oh, he's going to notice me. And oh, if he really likes the way I do my hair, then I'm going to do it like that again. And like, 
oh, if you always want to see my outfit, then I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier so I can pick an outfit out for this day. And it's just like turns into stuff like that. But as, as much as that seems like, oh, we're doing like we're just like changing ourselves. It's just the excitement of it. And it just like makes you want to like do it for the validation that you're getting. And I think that the male validation is something that I don't think it's really talked about. But I think that it's something that every single girl wants and needs and desires. And so once you start getting that male validation, you're like, oh, I'm going to do this same exact thing. So I get it again and I get it again and I get it again. And I think that that is kind of the root of a situation. Do you have something to say on this? Yeah, I agree. I think it's really fun to like be talking to a guy and like have a guy be interested in you and like even if he's not like it's really fun I like I said I'm a little deluded at all and it's <laughs> and it just feels like fun and so I think that at least for me the good times or the good memories the good moments kind of outweigh the bad even though looking back I feel like the good outweighs the bad in the moment but whenever you look back on it you're like Ooh, I missed some really major red flags. I'm also someone, and I think you might be able to relate to this in a certain capacity, um, but I'm somebody who, once I'm out of a situationship or a talking stage or even a relationship, I tend to only look at the good things about that person, unless I choose to look at the bad. But I normally am only looking at, like, I'm picking out these good things, like, oh, I really miss how he was this way, or I really miss how he got along with my friend or I really miss how he whatever introduced me to this person and like random little things and then it takes like my mom or like you or like something like that who's like okay but like he also treated you horribly and he also left you for that girl and he also did this and this and this and you're just like oh I mean yeah he did do that but like I loved him so like why does that matter no, I can totally relate to that. I think I always, like, it takes me a minute. Like, okay, this is kind of random. But every, like, time I would, like, go to, like, an event in high school, like a game or, you know, a little get-together or whatever, I would I would get home and my mom would be like, Marley, like, how was your evening? I would always be like, oh, it was great. Like, it was awesome. And then the next day, she'd be like, Marley, how was your evening last night? Like, how did it go? And my story would change a little bit. And it would be a little bit worse. Because right after... I always see the good and I'm like oh it was great but it would take like you know sleeping on it and waking up in the next morning and being like oh like this happened and this happened and this happened and it wasn't great and so I think that's the same thing for at least for me with situationships like once you like first get out of it depending on how long it was I think that stage is you know either longer or shorter but at first you're like oh that was really fun and like you're like that was a blast like all these good things happened but the more you get you know further away from it I think a lot of that comes from talking to people you're like oh that was not good because I also think and I don't want to like completely shine a light on you because I think this happens to me and everybody else but you kind of mentioned talking to other people is what kind of brings it out. But I also think talking to other people makes you realize things about a certain person that you didn't even realize before. And maybe even gives you insight to that person's personality that you didn't even get to see. 
So whether it was like something really obvious, like, yeah, that person dumped you and then immediately got with this girl like two days later, or it's like just something like, oh yeah, he did this and said this, but then like behind your back, he said this. And I think like stuff like that, just like is the stuff that you choose to ignore. And I think that that makes it really, really difficult. And I also think when you're in the situationship, you're continuously ignoring the red flags because you don't want to believe them. So you make them not exist. So that person can stay this like perfect person in your mind. I also think the like, I know them better than they do mentality is really big in situationships because like, you know, a side of someone in a situationship that feels really personal. Like you're talking to them like all the time. And a lot of that's like really kind of late at night sometimes and where it just feels personal. And so you're like, oh, like I know this, this and this about him. Like I'm trying to not get too specific and still talk about this <laughs> because it's like people will come up to you or people did come up to me and we're like, Marley, what about this? Marley, what about this? I'm like, you don't know him. Like I know him. Yeah. Like he's different to me. Like I'm the exception. It's like the song foolish one by Taylor Swift. Yeah. That song really gets me. Oh my goodness. Me and Marley, we have a lot of Taylor Swift lyrics that we just relate to. And I'm going to tell him a little story. We got Panera for lunch on Monday. She's really cackling over this. We got lunch together at Panera on Monday. And we had a great, it was lovely. It was the best time. It was so delish. We got Caesar salads with chicken on them. So good. And while we were there, we started just kind of discussing because it was at this time, it was just a few days after both of our things ended. We were both kind of going through it, needed the needed a fun lunch, and we're just hanging out. And she goes, it just reminds me of the Taylor Swift lyric. <laughs> Wondering if I just dodged a bullet or just lost the love of my life. And we looked at each other and both of us got tears in our eyes. I don't know if either of us had a tear drop, no. but both of us got tears in our eyes. In the middle of Meredith South Residence Hall, we had tears in our eyes and it was humbling. But you win some and you lose some. I also think for me, I dodged a bullet. I dodged a bullet. And... I do. She has already told me that she has indeed dodged the bullet. I think I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I was just going to say, I think you are still trying to figure it out. Because I don't, it feels so harsh right now because of who he is to say that I dodged a bullet because he is such a, a nice guy. But I also don't really think he's the love of my life. But like, that doesn't mean he can't be at some point. But that's also the delusion on me. Because we're quite delusional, me and Mar. It gives off the same vibe as our motto while shopping. Just because you put it in the car doesn't mean you have to get it. I've never thought about that. Like, just because it's over now doesn't mean it won't be over. It doesn't mean it won't start up in the future. Which, realistically, actually, I put something back today that we put in the car. But realistically, how many times do we put something back? Once we put it in the car, we get it. But you know what? At TJ Maxx, we do a pretty good job of putting things back. Because those prices, they just keep going up. Okay, now we're going to get close to ending the, the episode. Oh, really? We are because we're almost at 30 minutes and I don't really like to go over 30 minutes. So we're going to just, I think we're both going to share one lesson 
that we've learned from our such a situ a situation it doesn't have to be the one that both of us are thinking of because i know we both have a specific one in our mind right now it could be any situation ever just a lesson that you've learned and maybe like what, what are you gonna do to like switch it up maybe you don't have to say that because i know you're doing your cleanse which is a big a big deal but would you like to go first or do you want me to go first i can go first go for it I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is if he wanted to, he would. I think that that is such a like, I mean, there's a song, I think, that's if he wanted to, he would. Probably. Yeah. And I just think like that is so true because we talked about this with social media. Like you have, like he has the ability to text you. You know what I mean? Like if he wanted to talk to you, he would reach out to you. If he wanted to text you, he would. I literally just said that. Exactly. Exactly. If he wanted to, he would. And sometimes I can think of in one of my situationships, I really needed to learn that lesson. And in the other one, he did. Like he wanted to. And so he did. And then it just, it just yeah. And so that's, I'm still trying to figure that one out. But I think if he wanted to, he would is a good, a good lesson. I think I so agree, actually. I think that that is something that every girl needs to learn, like, ever. Um, and I would say that's definitely... I feel like we've both talked about that quite a bit with just whatever we talk about. But I think to switch it up a little bit, mine is probably to just be a little wiser about who I'm talking to. And maybe, you know... I like to I like to do things that are a little spontaneous and a little out there, different than everybody else. And I have I have some stories and we are going to share them on this podcast in another episode. But um, I think that maybe I don't know, that might just be college era. I don't know. But I think just maybe instead of looking for the fun and instead of looking for someone who's really attractive or really like first impression type beat going for somebody who's maybe like more mature um knows what they want um more ready for like their future I'm like a senior now so like maybe going for somebody who's like also got some of the same ambitions as me or just waiting till I move to like do anything because I know I don't want to live in Indiana like I don't know like just random stuff like that um but I think that's probably my biggest takeaway I think I just thought of something while you were talking I'll keep it quick I promise but I think one of the things that is so dangerous about situationships is they feel really really harmless like in the moment you're like this isn't a big deal but like I literally I just learned this through my last ordeal but, like, they have the power to, like, actually, like, impact you and actually, like, cause some different different problems in your life. Whether that was intentional or not. I'm not trying to, like, I guess nobody knows the situation. So, it's fine. But, like, a lot of that was because of me. And, like, I blew things up in my head and I was all of it. All of it was because of me. And I got myself invested in this situation. And because of that... I had some problems in the future. And so I just think like being cautious is really important. I don't know. Kind of like what you were saying. I'm literally like tearing up right now because I'm like thinking about my last thing. My last 
thing. But I just feel like it's also like being a lot more aware aware of the person you're talking to's intentions like from the very beginning. And like I also think that like boys kind of lie a lot. <laughs> and like like to say that they're maybe thinking something or feeling some way. like it's really like the tiktok that's like when he says he likes you so you think he likes you but like he literally doesn't like that's literally what it's like and i think that that just makes it really difficult anyways we've said a lot we've given you guys a lot to think about um and really ponder this week which i think is so fun and um marley's gonna be back time and time again because let me tell you she is here every day and so um we're definitely gonna be making a lot more episodes and you know what if you guys want another episode on this topic even let us know we have a lot to say um and we have a lot to say on a lot of topics so just be prepared but um do you have any final words make sure you follow the say less with m instagram page Uh, yay wait that's so good i didn't even tell her to say that um okay guys thank you so much for listening um we really appreciate you guys sticking through our little chattering but uh you guys are amazing and isn't say less with i'm just the most fun place to be on a friday morn um anyways thanks guys for listening i will see you i'll talk to you next week on say less with them